Tales from the Wild. Stories from the Heart. A journey into the mind and soul of fired up business professionals where they share their vision for the future. And hear from a different non-profit organization every month as they create awareness of their goals and their needs. Dive into a world of untamed passion as we join our host Shireen Buerta for this month's episode of Friends from Wild Places. Awesome. So, Steve, I think you've mentioned a couple of things on, you know, how does one grow their business with the network they have? So, like, what, for example, it's hard to grow a network when you first start out. And I know there's listeners out there that have just started out and they're going and, you know, the only people they may know is their family members. <laughs> you know, maybe their sister and brother and mom and dad and that's it. How do you grow a network from something like that? Great question. I've got some great answers. <laughs> the first off, you mentioned family and friends. 90% of the business that I've talked to their family and friends do not know what they do. So audience, do this today. When you hear this show, go to your contact list, 500, 500, doesn't matter, and start sending emails. And your email is quick question. I'll use my Pantheon. Do you know a coach or consultant? You're, what is your favorite, your best coach or consultant you work with? I'd love an introduction. We do this at Pantheon. It's, it's a powerful email because they go, yeah, I know Tony Smith. He was great. I used him two years ago. Hey, let me introduce you. First thing that happens, you do it. Two, I don't have anybody. Great. Great reconnecting with you. Maybe you haven't talked to him in a while. Three, I don't know anybody, or I may, but what are you doing now, Steve? Oh, well, let's jump on a call or let me, you know, send you some information what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Those are three powerful things. Mm -hmm. Family and friends want to support you because they're your family and friends, most love you. So they want to help you. I talked to a gentleman years ago that started his business through his contact list. When I talked to him, he was doing a half a million dollars a month. Only use his contact list. Of two, and they probably had a, a large one. I don't remember the number. But he would do that email and they go, yeah, I've got this guy. Get this. He had like 100 referrals and five of his friends signed up with him. I want to do that. Yeah, great. Here. So start there. That's your warm list. And now you're going to start building a network through that. And then the second thing is get better 1% every day. When you start bringing value to people, and, and that's one way is serving. You could do, read a book. You could change your website. Whatever that thing is, do better 1% every day. It's small, just 1%. But if we started today, 819, I, I was calculating this. I think that's like 100% that you're going to increase because there's 100 days left in the year. Audience, and Tanya and, and Shireen, let me ask you, if you got better 100% this year, starting today, would your business grow? Yeah, 100%. 1%. Tip. Maybe you do 2%, you know, but 1%, just do a little bit every day. And yeah. you're going to build your network. And then the other thing, my story, when I started with Infone, it was January 2020, right before the pandemic, Somebody at BNI introduced me to a networking group. It was free. And they had like 50 meetings a week. So I sat down and go, okay, I want to meet as many people as I, I, I can. I want to build my network. 
So I jumped on all these meetings and started building one-on-ones. Scheduling, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Guess what happened after two months? 600 new people in my network in two months. Awesome. That yeah. is fantastic. Just go out and network. Maybe it's an in-person be It doesn't matter, a chamber event, wherever you're meeting people, just get together and say, let's jump on a call. Let's get to know each other. It's easier than you think. The big fear again is this big thing in our head that stops us. What do I say? What are you? It's anybody. So skill set that we learn, we learn about follow follow up, do emails, marketing, uh, HR. You know, we've all these skills we need to learn. I think the easiest skill is serving. We all can do that, and you just need to do it. There's nothing you need to learn to do it. Just do it and practice it and do it and practice it. Yeah. Anybody wants to give me feedback in your audience, I'd love to hear. But I say this, there's, and you're going to love this, Tony. There's three things that are guaranteed. They say death and taxes. And when you serve somebody, you're going to give somebody a smile or positivity for 10 seconds, 10 minutes, 10 years, 10 months, 10 weeks, whatever. But you're going to bring some influx of energy of positivity Mm -hmm. 100% of the time when you serve somebody. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I think, Steve, you know, when you were speaking, what resonated with me is the fact about the follow-up, right? So people can go out and let's say, for example, you go to whatever your celebration, like maybe a birthday anniversary, you go out to dinner. So you, you know, save up, you're going to a fancy restaurant, everything is fine. You know, the ambiance is great. You order your meal, they bring you your meal and they disappear and there's no follow-up right? So maybe you need salt, pepper, more sauce. The sauce didn't come. Maybe the temperature is not right. Maybe your meat's undercooked, overcooked, whatever the situation is, there's no follow-up. Okay. Funeral service. Let me give an example here. Your loved one, you're coming in. If it's, let's say a traditional visitation or wake, we bring you in to see your loved one. And most funeral directors, this is what they do. I'll be outside if you need me. That's not the way to handle going up. You should walk up with the family, explain what they're going to see before they even go see the person, explain what they can envision and go through with them as you are walking that person up and explain. Then you say, I'm going to give you a few minutes outside. I'm going to step out and I will be back in. The customer should not be having to now find you outside of this funeral home. Right, They're grieving and they're paying you. <laughs> so it's the little things, but I think as an, as world people, right, as a class of world people, we think that follow-up is grandiose. We think follow-up is sending a thank you note or a follow-up. A, thing, a follow-up is literally like in the moment, what can I do? What is there anything else I can do for you? Like the servant leadership mentality. But so many industries, it's like, okay, here's your beautiful plate of food, or here's your beautiful drink, or you go into a hotel, there's your hotel room. Instead of saying, let me follow up to make sure everything is as promised to give you the value that you deserve. I love it. And I just was at a festival with my wife and we were at a restaurant at the hotel and got there and she goes, we got two minutes, you need to order. She came back, okay, you guys ready to order? I got one minute. I'm like, I know you're closing, you know, and, and I told the hotel, I let them know probably nicely. I said, hey, this was not good service mm-hmm. and you need to fix it. And I love what you said, Tanya, 
because I used to run a restaurant. My buddy opened a restaurant, a little small, five, six table, and we had a bar. So I learned to cook fish and I became a cook, a chef. It was great because there was an audience for me. People would come and sit at the bar and I'd be cooking and showing what I'm doing. And But I'm always, hey, you guys okay there? Everybody okay there? I ran the restaurant by myself at times. But because I was attentive, people kept coming back. They knew I was by myself, mm -hmm. but the follow-up is so great. It's just, hey, Shereen, are you okay over there? You need water? No, I'm good. Thank you. Or just shout out if you need anything. I'll check back with you in a couple minutes. And they yeah. could see me, so it's a little different. But still, every waitress that I've talked to that does that great follow-up, that you're the phrase I hear, if you're sick of your waiter or waitress, they're doing a great job because they're coming. You need water? How's the apps? Everything you want, you know, that's what you want. And they're sick in a great way. Yeah. Instead yeah. of that's Beautiful. That is, is beautiful because, and even introducing yourself, like whatever industry anyone is there, you know, this is my name. I'm going to be, you know, taking care of you today, whether it's a funeral, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's, you know, an airline, whatever the situation is. Right. And, and also like, you know, is this your first time here? You know, here's the restroom, like provide some guidance as opposed to the customer now depending on, excuse me, I don't even know your name. They're trying to flag people down. Like, I almost feel like some places you almost should have like flags, like <laughs> green, I need help. You know, like come get me, you know, like, I mean, this isn't like what it's about. It, it should mm -hmm. be better follow-up and consistency to mm -hmm. ensure a better customer experience. Right. And I'll take it deeper, Tanya. I get really deep with this stuff. You can tell no, me. It's ahead. the managers. Manager has to see this. And I had waitresses. Oh, I saw we had to let some go because they did exactly what you said. You can never, they're on the phone. You know, nowadays it's like, eh, well, it's been 20 minutes. I haven't seen you. Well, the manager needs to recognize that too. So it goes to that next level. And then the owner has to see that where, hey, we manage these Are we setting guidelines? And are they following those guidelines to be a great, restaurant right yeah yeah it's like the top of mind like top of mind um awareness top of mind management style and it does it does start because you know you can't be putting down you know to i would use the maslow's hierarchy of needs right it's i love teaching from that modality that model because it's phenomenal and you can use it individually about what you want your day to look like what mm -hmm. you want your month your year as far as just being the best that you can be in providing value or teaching others to do the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I so Steve, it. I got a, a follow-up question to this abundance. So <laughs> as you increase your abundance in, in whatever capacity that looks like for you, what are some of your initiatives, dreams, or things with the abundance? How do, what, what does that look like? Well, I'm doing a workshop for a group of people for free for their podcast once a month. Be able to meet more people. Like you said that, and it was a great question that Laura, what are you going to do for those people? Well, if I've got abundance and I'm making money, I can spend time with people for free to help them with their podcast, help them with serving, help them consulting. If they want to take it further, hey, you know, then there'll be a charge for my coaching. Again, bringing value. You don't have to worry about paying bills and, and rent and all the stuff that we have, that I have. It's taken care of. It allows me to put time in the, helping other people. Awesome. Okay. Is there any, anything, let's say, like that you want to either, whether it's purchase, invest in, um, you know, anything that does that interest, you know, anything that you want to do with abundance, let's just say from tangible abundance. Well, 
this is the opposite side of what you're saying, but here's what's happened with my podcast is I got asked to speak at a resort in Puerto Vallarta, November 7th through 10th. I'm being paid more money than I've ever seen in one thing, one event. I've never keynote speak in my life and I'm going to speak about this. So I want more abundance where I can go out and maybe fly out and speak, but opportunities to do what we're doing today. I, I, I've been thinking about through this whole show, how many people were changing their mind right now mm -hmm. and helping more yeah. money, private jets, all that to get out to see people. And then on a side note, I'd like to start a nonprofit for children because I don't have children myself. My wife has four. And I think God put me on this earth to help other children. So I'm going to start a nonprofit with kids who are dying that want to go out and see their favorite sports athlete mm -hmm. or celebrity. Oh, and go to the game and meet them. And, you know, Tom Brady's, you know, I saw a story of a kid wanted to meet Tom Brady. And he did that. And he died three months later. But Tom got a real connection with him. But the kid, those last three months of his life were just beautiful jerseys and footballs. And that mm -hmm. memory... That's serving again, that memory for the child. It's tragic that he's dying, but let's make the last days of his life so powerful and mm -hmm. so wonderful and so exciting. Yes. Well, you're talking to the death care expert over here. This right. is my real of <laughs> yeah. death care. And, yeah. you know, we, we do, we try to provide a the best of our ability as far as peace and transitioning to where, like, we all have an expiration date. Right. Every single one of us, everyone that's here, whether a minute old, 100 years old or the oldest woman that I actually served was 108 years old. We all have an expiration date on this mortal earth. However, we spend our time, choose to spend our time. And some people have I mean, I've taken care of children that have passed at the age of four that actually had all of their wishes and desires fulfilled. Amen. Oh. Yeah. 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 So, now so I'm starting I wanna... to fall in love with you, Tanya. Uh, <laughs> so, Steve, I want to ask you. It sounds like a, um, almost like a branch of Make a Wish, right? Because Make a Wish is a yeah. children's not for profit. So, <laughs> your specific is more connecting dying children, right, or you know, ill children with athletes or um would it be what other types of uh of folks like i would you... start with athletes i'm a big sports guy you know my uncle played for the new york giants in football nfl football i've been with our gym we had the 49ers work out there so i've met ronnie lot and and i i think their impact can be much bigger with this kind of stuff and i've seen stories of athletes doing this and how it affected the athlete probably more than the child dying and gave them a better perspective. So it helps both. That's why sports, but I, it could still eventually go to, you know, business owners, me, a Warren Buffett or a Bill Gates or Grant Cardone, things like that, because I'm starting to meet these high level people. This is another way that I can bring them into my network and go X, Y, Z person. Here's what I'm doing. I'd love your help. I brought value. I've served them. I've helped them. What are they going to say? Well, hell yeah, Steve. Most of the time, not all the time. Because I've been thinking about this for 10 years. Now it's really come to fruition because of this network that I'm building. So sure. if we had to unveil this not-for-profit for you today, what would it be called? Put a smile on a kid's face. Nice. Beautiful. If I, oh, nice. Yeah. That's yeah. just off the top of my head. Actually, yeah. I'll write that yeah. down. It's, it's great. You know, sometimes I think the most clarity we get is when we don't 
think. We don't actually like do a pros and cons or a list. Sometimes it's just so, even if it evolves or it tweaks the name, but it's like, if that's the core essence of what you're trying to do, you know that those are like divinely inspired. And whether our listeners are religious-based, faith-based, or just universal law, law of attraction, it truly, when the gift is from the heart under servant leadership, inspirational leadership, you truly are changing one life at a time. Amen. Yeah, you couldn't say any better with those three entities. You know, doing business servant's heart, maybe some people look at faith, some people look at universe. Doesn't matter, you know, what you believe in, just serve and let's have fun. Absolutely. Okay, guys, I'm going to have to stop there. We have come to the end of the podcast. I know that we could probably talk for hours. Um, it is a great conversation. So at the end of the podcast, I know that we do take just a few moments just to let us know and let the listeners know the different places if they want to reach out to you, where can they find you, Steve? Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn, Steve Ramona, R-A-M-O-N-A, my in-phone, I-N-P-H-O-N-E dot C-O slash S-R-1. And uh, as Steve R1961 at gmail.com is my email. Uh, I answer, and my phone number, 408-642-6288, is my office text number. I'll answer any text. Whatever you need, reach out and see how I can help you. Love that. Love that. And yourself, Tanya? Sure. So I'm on LinkedIn because I don't have a TV or a radio or newspaper. So I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me there under Tanya, T-A-N-Y-A. Scotisi, S is in Sam, C Charlie, O Oscar, T Tom, E Edward, C Charlie, E Edward. All my students call me Dr. T. So that is the coin name that uh, shows uh, affirmation and affection. So that's where I can hang out the most. And how about you, Shireen? Nice. I am also on LinkedIn, Shireen Buerta. You can follow the business side of things there as well. My website and all further information is there too. But more importantly, the Friends from Wild Place podcast is a website called friendsfromwildplaces.buzzsprout.com. That's friendsfromwildplaces.buzzsprout.com. Please go support us. Tell us what you think. You can download us anywhere on all live streams. And leave a review there. Or if you want to see us and hear us, you can find us on YouTube at Friends from Wild Places. Can I add one more thing? Yes. So for your audience, the first four people that reach out to me, any way you reach out to me and mention this show, they're going to get a $20 Amazon gift card to thank oh. you for having such a great show. Awesome. Awesome. So just reach out to me, mention the show, uh, your guys' names, girls' names. And I'll do that because that's, I got to live what I, uh, I got to not just say what I do. I got to have action behind it. I love your show. So thank you. That's fabulous, Steve. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure and we're so excited. Hopefully we can actually collaborate with you again in the near future. I'm definitely going to get my 199 virtual business card. I'm very excited about that. And for all of our listeners out there, you know, to our amazing host, uh, Shireen, it's been an absolute pleasure to spend some time learning about each of you and really just sharing our journeys together. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, you got this and stay wild. Bye, guys. You've been listening to Friends from Wild Places with Shireen Buerta. 
be sure to subscribe to the podcast from the links to catch every episode and unleash your passion.